Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome today to this episode of Your Ultimate Life, the podcast specifically dedicated to helping you create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. Today, I have a special guest, Dr. Allison Kay, who does all kinds of cool stuff with energy, and we'll get to hear about that as we go along in our brief time together today. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thanks, Callan. I'm happy to be here with you. You have a perfect radio voice. Oh, yay. I know. I've been told that a lot. And thank you for saying that again. I've done that. <laughs> so anyway, the premise of the ultimate life is creating a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. And that's how I've defined it for the purpose of the show. If you think about living the ultimate life, how would you define that? So when I was given a podcast interview yesterday, uh, the interviewer reflected to me after I told my story of how I became who I am. She said, wow, so you had presence in the face of um, people wanting to have you live your life in what they see as how life should be lived. And you said no. And most people don't do that. Most people don't have that presence. Um, so I feel like that's a great answer to what you just asked. Um, being aware of conditioning, being aware of other people's, like our parents and, and societal projections that aren't about us, but it's about somebody else and their likely unpurified, non-purified or uncleaned consciousness. Um, so they don't have the capacity to intuit our life purpose. We're the ones that need to do that. You know, I, I, I that's a good... Thank you for that. And I have a question that brings up a question about it. She, your host mentioned you had presence to make a choice to live life as you felt called to live it instead of the script that's given to us by all the societal influences. Tell us a little bit about that um, process. Like what were the forces on you to do it a certain way and how you said no and to choose to do that different because that choice right there is at the heart of deciding to serve with your divine gift. So talk a little bit more about that. Mm. Okay. So I, I, I will go to the insertion point uh, where I saw this starting, um, but I've done this throughout my life. Um, I have this natural capacity and then I cultivated even more with my education. It seems like, like one of my majors in my bachelor's was social thought, political economy. Um, and one of the experiences I had was an, uh, an Indian from India subcontinent teacher or professor talking about the conditioning, the targeting of ads and how they target soap operas to um, be women who need dish soap. And so at that stage, I was like, wow, so we are that heavily conditioned. 
and this is after entering my bachelor's for a psych major as a psych major and then leaving that major for after three semesters, realizing you're not giving me any information about how we live our highest, best, most thriving life. This is all about hardwiring and blah, blah, blah. So um, when I was a teen and my parents had, so I'm the second of four and my parents had this view of how their children, what they're working for, for their children to be able to have for a life. God bless them with their beautiful, solid foundation they gave. And I couldn't be told what to do. I couldn't, it was suffocating for me to have somebody else's projection of what life should look like, a successful life should look like. And I could smell, even at that age, I could smell that this wasn't about me. I could smell that it was about them and what they wanted as parents do naturally. Um, so I, I had to use my voice and say, I need to hear what this is telling me to do my guidance when I point upward in my heart, because I grew up going out in the woods with my older brother, tromping through the woods and, and feeling connected to everything. And then teen years started writing in a journal. It didn't get it suggested to me by anyone. I just naturally started doing it. It wasn't diary writing as much as it was more learning how to hear, hear my higher self as I learned later when I started meditating in my early twenties. So um, I've had this voice that I know to follow. And, and, and I had a couple of experiences in like the late teens, early twenties when I didn't and disaster ensued. So I pretty quickly early on learned, like, I got to listen to this voice. And um, I love what it guides me to do. I mean, it's not always, you know, there's courageous choices that have been made in order to listen to that voice, like picking up my life and moving to Asia for a decade. Who does that? Oh, obviously you do. (laughs) So, yay. So, so I have a question that comes from that. Uh, We hear a lot online and, you know, people write books and courses and everything else about, and they tie money and prosperity and fulfillment and they tie all these things together and, and often it's like, you know, do what you love and the money will follow or create your life of your dreams. And some of it's kind of smells funny and some of it, you know, people are probably sincere and everything else. So when you hear this, this stuff about. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just such a great synopsis of what's going on. Well, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I and totally so did. the question exactly. for you is, do you believe that it's really possible to live day-to-day your ultimate life, or is that just hype? Oh, man, I'm licking my lips with anticipation to answer this question. What a juicy question. My radio show on Voice America was called Create Your Best Life Ever, by the way. <laughs> then so, I guess the answer is yes. So elaborate. No, no. It, well, it is yes, but I hear you so loud and clear because I know what it takes to follow and, and live the law of attraction. For example, um, I've had so many reflections from the people who come into my programs and work with me at increasingly higher levels for a longer time. Tell me, Dr. Allison, you know, I know I was open to there being some other possibilities of how to live life, but you have shown me the how. So there'll be those inspiring memes out there from the beloved law of attraction or some of the sources you're talking about that, you know, just inspire, but you wonder if it's hype. Um, And so it can remain hype until somebody gets grounded in the actual processes that are required to work on one's ego mind. So here's the meditation and yoga teacher background to shift from being intellect 
and ego mind. So it's called ego mind in the Buddhist tradition because it's the mind attached with all the ego personality. So mm-hmm. as we clear out all of the old, like our conditioning and the imprints from our parents and uh, karma even and traumas, we lighten up and we have a higher vibration and more of the vital life force energy or chi, because I'm also a qigong teacher or prana, as we say in yoga or ki, as we say with Reiki, is able to flow through us more. And the more that, so there's this whole science to subtle energy and consciousness and, and lightening up and then becoming more empowered. And so I feel like people, there is a lot of hype out there because people, they get turned on to this idea of, wow, I can work with some force in the universe to help me. So not everything's like me actioning out, you know, the old model of a do and target. And I have to make these five steps happen in order to hit that target, no matter what on my own, you know, or meeting with team members, but there's no like higher force. And I don't mean to the divine only. I mean, like our systems are wired to be bringing down and having circulate through us this vital life force energy. And so that then connects us through a whole science that could go through of the um, subtle energy system to a greater field we could call it the Tao, T-A-O, that runs through everything. And then and when we're connected with it and we're open and receptive in a certain aligned way, we can then bring in stuff easier. So I feel like there's a lot of hype out there because people don't know what they're, they're talking about, but it is possible because I do it. I totally agree with you. Yay, it's possible. Yes, it's something you can learn to do. You don't have to be born that way. When you were describing that thing, it reminded me of a book that I read a little while ago that's really a catalog of a whole bunch of science experiments that have been done in very respected laboratories over the last 50 or 60 years about the zero point field, the field of infinite energy and everything. It's a book called The Field uh, and the written by an investigative journalist, Lynn McTaggart. Yeah. And the, how have you? That was a fascinating I've been a speaker at the same event she was a speaker at, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, anyway, the idea of that connection and access and in, into that force. So I know yeah, that you don't... Exactly. Well, I know that you, someone like you or someone who is connected in that way, you didn't fall there. It's a process of working, and you had to, like all of us, overcome some pushback, some naysayers, some perhaps difficult experiences in order to get to a place where that is a regular feature of your life. Talk about that a little bit. What challenges have refined and polished you, I guess, as it were, to get to where you are? Okay. So you're, you're, I love what you've just asked. So I, my first book, what if there's nothing wrong? I wrote um, in my 10th year in Asia at a traditional tea house. I'd go to it after work in the gym and uh, in it, I was reviewing all of the studies thus far on subtle energy. Do you remember the Time Magazine cover, the monk with the electrodes on his head for the EEG? It was years ago. I don't, but I can picture it really easily. It reminds me of uh, how God changes your brain. The, yeah. the studies are done at UPenn. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so so the Dalai Lama used to have biannual summits with Western scientists, Western neurologists, Western psychologists, and um in these summits, he would produce a book. And so I created a course when I was teaching in the classroom, English Lit. I, I was also asked to teach electives on psychology. And so I created a course called Global Psychology. This is before I then went and taught AP Psych. 
So now we're decades later after my initial experiment with, uh, in my bachelor's as psych is my major. Now I'm in decades into understanding consciousness and energy medicine, revisiting Western psych. It was really interesting. So I created this global psychology course and it used the Dalai Lama's text and it used the Psych 101 Western text. And in that course, I would, uh, so from that, I learned that emerged the first tests of the effects of meditation in the United States. And they happened at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And so in my book, what my first book, What If There's Nothing Wrong, I just listed, like you just talked about, a whole, all of the tools that had thus far been in 2010, been created to measure the impacts of meditation and, and, and the impacts of consciousness moving more. And, and so um, I just wanted to say that because it feels like a way that the rationalist based West needs to approach things, including myself. And now like years later, I'm listening to some Englishmen talk because I take my people on retreat to the United Kingdom twice a year. That's where they get trained to become vibrational upgrade practitioners, which is a system I created vibrational upgrade system. And they were saying, you know, we've had enough of this rationalist thought. We need more balance. And I just find it interesting to hear men say that. Um, so you asked me about challenges on my path and, and the answer I really want to give you is one of the things that I teach and talk about is in response to questions that my people ask me when they're getting trained to become vibrational upgrade practitioners. That's my most, most recent book, Dragon Master Creatrix. Every chapter starts with the story of a woman who has gone on retreat with me and her experiences, whether at the sacred sites or stone circles or receiving the attunements or learning about energy medicine or playing with her comrades on, on the uh, retreat. The second half is question and answer, like a yoga guru, but it's with questions, not just about like that would you would, your mind might project, conclude and then project, oh yeah, it's about all this mystical stuff. No, it's, like, how do I choose what I want to choose without caring what other people think about me, for example? Because you just asked that, the naysayers. And so, Colin, my response to you is, I don't care. I I'm here in a body with a path, with a mission. And you're, it doesn't matter what your unclean consciousness projects onto me. Go be you. I don't, I just don't care. It falls off of me. I, I, I have a mission and I have a direct connection with my higher self through, via my intuition that I have strongly cultivated. So for me, it's been more a process of how do I allow myself to emerge with these inherent talents I seem to have been born with? So I've learned ways to cultivate it. So um, for me, it's been more a question of, okay, what's next? Okay, what else is possible? Okay, how does it get any better than this? my first book's title is what if there's nothing wrong? So I haven't come from a premise of here, this might help you coming out of my master's program. I was ready to use my master's to help protect the environment. I had already had a political career, very successful in helping get people elected who were going to write legislation to protect the environment. So this is the late nineties with my master's. I looked at, um, public, uh, F like EPAs locally or federally. I also looked at, uh, nonprofits. I asked, where could I affect more change? And uh, what was happening was the doors were opening. And so I stepped back and I said, okay, what are you trying to show me? What I got intuitively was it's not ready to change. Fossil fuels is still totally invested here in the late nineties. The market isn't ready to shift. If you want to go for change, change one conscious at a time. So I then relied on my energy medicine 
and did sessions on the side with my classroom teacher relying as a classroom teacher relying on my bachelor's. So what I could have perceived as a challenge, oh my God, I can't place a job and I have a, I have a little bit of debt for my student loan for my master's. Ah, what do I do? And it could have made it a struggle and made it a challenge. Instead, I'm like, okay, what are you trying to show me universe? What's the actual path here? And took it. So what I'm hearing, and this is really good. So uh, like it always is when I have a guest who has done as much work as you, the 15 minutes passes quickly. So I have two final questions for you. Uh, undoubtedly, <clears throat> someone will be tweaked, interested, drawn to, um, to learn more about uh, the path, the, the program you have now or things you've created in the past or certainly your books. What's the best way to learn more about what you do? If you're a real new to what I just said, go to my books. And the, so I'm Allison with one L, middle initial J, and then K-A-Y on Amazon. There's four. There's an Allison K without the middle initial J, and she doesn't write about what I write about. The quickest read, or it's also my book that's available on Audible, is Reasonable Dragons. That's the most concise as an intro. If you're ready, if you're a person instead who hears what I'm saying, knows what I'm saying, and wants some of the juice uh, for your own life, then go to my website, vibrationalupgrade.com, and look at the Work With Me tab. Um, you could also go to the shop. There's products in there where you can get started on clearings and activations for your own consciousness and energy, not just energy body, because you've, my work, I'm a personal trainer too. So my work really affects the physical life. I'm about bringing it down here, not going out of your head to connect with some angels or something. It's about how do we improve our life here in our body thriving on planet earth. So there's products in my shop that will affect and rearrange your system, mind, body, spirit, when I say system. So you could start there. I also have a free Facebook group, Vibration Upgrade. That's fantastic. And I love the fact that you connected it to real life because some people get this woo-woo idea and think you're in outer space and it bears little resemblance to the day-to-day -day thing. And the truth is yeah. we have an energetic presence in a physical body. It operates as a unit at this moment and they are a cohesive system and each one affects the other in an important and powerful way and holistically is the way to affect that. I really want to thank you for your thoughts today. Thanks for coming and sharing with us. It's been a treat with this brief visit with you and your wonderful necklace. What is that? That's a tree of life. Yay yeah. for the tree of life, right? Love it. All right. Well, thank you for coming here. And listeners, I want to encourage you to listen a couple of times because I talk fast. Uh, she talks fast. There are places that you can check to see if this is of assistance to you. And there is no question. You can have more than you have today. You have to go do something, read something, think something different than you have up to now. But if you want to take on the challenge, you can create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.